0: At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about
1: Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting
0: interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now.
2: Ms. T. she the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener.
0: Hello, listeners. You're back where it's at, and this is Tanisha Baker, excited to kick off this October 17th edition of Talking with T. The show designed with you in mind where we hit the roof with the truth and the floor with much more of what you need to know to stay educated, engaged, enlightened, and entertained. If today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, reggae singer Ziggy Marley, who is Bob Marley's oldest son, Haitian superstar Clef John, rapper Eminem, actress Sharon Leal, and African-American female wrestler Christina Crawford. It is also the birthday of Dr. Mae Jemison, who was the first black female astronaut. On this date in history, the first black owned bank, Capital Savings Bank of Washington, D.C., opened in 1888. Today on the national calendar is recognized as National Pasta Day, Black Poetry Day, and National Bosses Day. As we continue to acknowledge October as Cancer Awareness Month, I would like to offer a special tribute to all of those that have been touched in any way by this disease. I am in awe of your strength, your faith, and your will. Whether you are a current fighter, survivor, caretaker, or loved one of someone who was taken too soon, my prayers are with you and my faith beside you as we support finding a cure for cancer. I asked you to send in names for today's show and the following names were sent in for this tribute. Alice Allen, Lola Allen, Ronnie Chandler, Cynthia Fletcher, Dorothy Ware, Melissa Ewing, Kimberly Hill, Paula Netton, Beverly Jones, Cherie Camper, Jerinda Perry Goodman, Avis Gary, Janice Weichel, Ingrid Tillery, Shara Isom, Mary J. Harris, Doretha Middlebrook, Lola Coates, Michelle Posey, Jocelyn Milton, Jessalyn Strong, Mary Kitty Hill, Peaches Logan, Karen Smith, Harriet Johnson, Carolyn Foster, Lorinda Pryor, Brenda Thacker, Otoya Daniels, Tawana Clemens-Moore, B. Lynn Green, Greg Love, Sheila Hensley, and Lydia Buckner. Thanks to all of you that submitted names. The Talking with T team is supporting the fighters admiring the survivors and honoring those taken while never ever giving up hope. During this month, Talking with T will also continue to highlight domestic violence awareness. Last week, I shared some statistics that are still somewhat startling to me. One of those data points was that on average, nearly 20 people per minute are physically abused by an intimate partner in the United States. During one year, this equates to more than 10 million women and men. There are multiple disturbing stories weekly in the news about cases involving domestic violence. One recently was about Julia Martin out of Chicago that had broken up with her boyfriend of six years. When she tried to return the engagement ring, he stabbed her to death, and then he jumped to his own death from her apartment building. If you are a survivor of domestic violence and want to use your story to inspire others, please let me know. Stories of survival inspire and often give others the strength they need to get help. By the way, October 20th of this year is National Purple Thursday to acknowledge domestic violence awareness. The theme this month on Talking with T is Facing Your Fears. I asked some of the show's followers to share their fears, and this is what was shared. Snakes, rats, spiders, elevators, back seats, clowns, and dark basements. Additional responses included the fear of losing one's intellect and the ability to communicate. I never thought about that, but I would agree that that would be dreadful. Someone listed the fear of failure And another listener stated the fear of too many regrets. The top 10 phobias of all time as reported by fearof.net are, starting at the top, arachnophobia, the fear of spiders, aphidiophobia, the fear of snakes, acrophobia, the fear of heights, agoraphobia, the fear of open or crowded spaces, xenophobia, the fear of dogs, astrophobia, the fear of thunder and lightning, claustrophobia, the fear of small spaces, mysophobia, the fear of germs, aerophobia, the fear of flying, and finally triophobia, the fear of holes. Remember the theme for Talking with T this month is facing your fears. If you have a fear story to share, please call in to area code 865-409-1170. I'd be happy to hear from you. Keep it where it said. I'll be right back after we hear Everything I Need by our featured artist, Jackie Hampton.
1: in life may try to fight, but nothing will extinguish this flame I have for you. So spirit, fall down. This plan you have for me fits me perfectly. So I offer you worship. I ran from you constantly, from everything. Yet you still gave me purpose. So I cry out, for oh, my love is far off. Oh, to survive I become fearless whenever your presence resides to me I usher your spirit Lord yes I enjoy your company so with my worries in tow I will always know Give you need that, that comfort me. me so I cry spirit, spirit spirit fall down Me perfectly, so I offer you worship, I remember you constantly from everything, yet you still gave me purpose, so I cry out for my loudest voice, Lord God, you're so worthy, Lord God, you are everything I need to survive. God,
3: you are everything I need to survive. Today we're going to bring on the know-it-all Professor Jay and our lead investigator and sometimes instigator P.I. Pam. As we roll into our Monday Minute Quick Bits and Trending News. So how are the two of you?
2: Wonderfully well.
3: I'm good. That's great. Well, let's first offer our congratulations to comedian Chris Rock who has reportedly signed a $40 million contract with Netflix for two, I repeat, two stand-up comedy specials. So I'm sitting here thinking their average is out to $20 million a show, and maybe that's $1 million a joke. I'm not sure, but this will mark a return for Chris Rock after an eight-year
2: absence. Right, and we've not heard from him for several years, and I'm trying to figure out how I can be down. I think I have enough witty things, say, you know, that I can at least get a a cut of that. I only need one.
4: I only need one million. I don't don't got that many jokes, but I just need one. That's all. One
3: million?
4: One million would do me good. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Yeah, I'm I'm trying to figure out two shows for $40 million. You know, that's that's, yeah, that's a lot. Next, President Obama has announced plans to ban solitary confinement for juvenile offenders and for offenders that have committed low-level crimes. This past Saturday, there was a mass shooting at a restaurant in the West Adams district of Los Angeles that left three people dead and 12 wounded. Now, Jay, you'll appreciate this because you usually do our politics and our rundown of those shenanigans each week, but after a scandalous tape was released of Donald Trump, Feeling some derogatory and sexist and deplorable comments about women, which we discussed last week, several women have come forward accusing the presidential hopeful of sexual misconduct. Now Donald Trump has lashed out viciously against the media. He's also
2: claiming that this presidential campaign is rigged. So what say ye? It's rigged again. Okay. As we have said for several weeks now, I feel like I'm in an episode of punk and I'm interested to see how this whole uh thing with these accusations are gonna play out because social media has been comparing the Donald Trump accusers to the Bill Cosby accusers and as much backlash as Bill Cosby uh received for the accusations that he faced, and his show was cancelled, et cetera, et cetera, but yet Donald Trump is still being allowed to run for president, so yeah. How much longer is this foolishness going to go on, is my question. Yeah, it's all very interesting.
4: I think that we shouldn't even pick a president. I think they should just, you know, have Obama do like a maybe a month-to-month lease or something. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and while it's true, I probably would be willing to put in a, uh, a, a couple of dollars on President Obama's month-to-month presidency. Unfortunately, when he dropped that mic on us, a few months ago, he pretty much said, I'm tired of y'all. Let me go chill. Uh, I've done my two terms. I'm good.
3: Right, right. You know, and I had a moment of wishful thinking that Michelle Obama would be a great candidate for president. And I was joined by many others. But then again, I'm sure she wants to ride off in the sunset with her husband and her family and enjoy a peaceful life away from the White House and away from Washington, D.C. Well, uh Chicago is still suffering a surge of gun violence as 13 people were shot across the city during the first three hours of the weekend, leaving five dead. And then Pam, I believe, shared this story, and I took a look at it. Olympian sprinter Tyson Gay's 15-year-old daughter, has been shot dead at a Kentucky restaurant. And Trinity Gay herself was a rising track star. That was her name. She was shot in the neck at a cookout restaurant in Lexington early Sunday morning. Rapper Coolio was caught with a handgun in his backpack last month, and he's now charged with felony firearm possession in Los Angeles. And because he's had two prior
2: convictions, he could be sentenced to as much as three years in prison. Wait a minute. Uh, So we have resurrected Coolio from somewhere. Has anybody heard <laughs> from him about, what, ten, fifteen 15 years? <laughs> yes, he has
3: made the news, and he has landed on Talking with T this week. He
4: was at in, in Gangster's Paradise. That's where he was at. <laughs> okay.
3: All right. My next story, uh, Crescenda Williams, who was a 911 operator in Houston, has confessed to hanging up on 911 callers, and she's been charged with interfering with emergency calls. Now, one of the callers she hung up on was a man whose wife had collapsed after a blood clot had moved to her lungs, she also hung up on a caller reporting an armed robbery at a convenience store. So Williams faces up to a year in jail and a $4,000 bond. But I'm thinking that this offense would lead to more serious consequences because people's lives were in jeopardy. Can you imagine you have an emergency situation, life or death, you called a 911 operator and she said she just didn't feel like talking that day. So you called a 911 operator and she hangs up on you? And I'm like where they do that at?
2: Clearly in her world and I mean I would be all for some sort of consequence for her actions because it's not like she hung up on the people who called 911 because Domino's wasn't delivering their pizza on time. Now if she were to hang up on someone who was making frivolous 911 calls I would dismiss it but you know, you got folks who have blood clots and other medical emergencies, and she's like, forget y'all, I'm going right. to go on break. Girl. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Really? We just hanging up on folks. Yes, uh
3: 911.
2: Yes, I have an
4: emergency. Come over here. Click up. I ain't got that to do. That's what she
3: said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about how it went. And like I said, I really think that maybe they would like to consider some more serious consequences because... Um, She really was playing with people's lives.
4: I said it wasn't like it was one or two times, you know, spread out over years. She was doing this all the time.
3: Right, right. And luckily, I don't know who monitors these calls, but luckily they picked up on it and dealt with her because, like you said, it happened a lot of times. So maybe that's something else they need to look into is how they monitor the response rate or, I don't know, their systems of. Checks and balances when it comes to emergency calls, but they might want to reevaluate that as well.
2: Well, I hope she's looking for another line of work because, uh, emergency response clearly is not her lane.
3: Exactly. So my next story, uh, many of us were saddened to hear about actor Tommy Ford, who was best known for his role in the hit sitcom Martin. He passed away this past week at the age of 52. And moving on to trending news. I want to start with black doctor on a plane. Now, during a Delta airline flight from Detroit, a man in front of Tamika Cross had some type of medical emergency. Cross is an OBGYN in Houston, and she tried to step in to help. However, the flight attendant didn't believe she was a real physician. So the flight attendant told her that they were looking for, quote, actual physicians or nurses or some type of medical personnel. Dr. Cross tried to inform her that she was indeed a physician, but was continually cut off by, quote, condescending remarks. The attendant later apologized and offered Dr. Cross some sky miles. Wait, what? Never mind. Okay. Dr. Cross posted about this incident and garnered thousands of reactions, including 40,000 shares and 15,000 comments. The hashtag, what doctors look like, went viral. As many African American women doctors posted their pictures with the hashtag in response to the incident that happened to Dr. Cross. But so that just speaks of, in my opinion, a bigger issue. In fact, many people do not see African Americans and particularly women as doctors. And we know they exist, but we still live in a society where their credentials are being questioned.
2: Yes indeed. And I would I would probably ask for more than sky miles Hell, I probably need my own plane. <laughs> right. <laughs> if I were in Dr. Cross's position. And, you know, again, you've got people's credentials being questioned. You've got people who have worked hard, uh, African American women. And one person who comes to mind is my very best friend of almost 20 years, Dr. Elena Nico West, who is not only a medical doctor, but she's a PhD. Uh So she's a double doctor, as we call her. And oh, double a, a doctor! No? Yes, yeah, she's a leader in her field in cancer research, and she's working for one of the major hospitals here in Memphis. And you know, I, like I said, I've known her for over 20 years. So I, I I've, I've seen the hardships that she's had to endure, the scrutiny that she's had to endure, and I think that it's a, it's a it's an indictment uh, to anybody to discredit someone who has. Labor for years to be a, a valid part of the medical profession and the helping ser- helping professions, and the flight attendants are cutting Dr. Cross off like you're not a doctor for real.
3: Right, right. And I hate to bring this up. It might not be appropriate, but it's not like it was your friend, uh, Dr. Love. Dr. Maurice, was it Love more? Oh,
2: <laughs> Kim. Yeah. Can we can we be
3: done, can we be done with him this week? Okay, okay, I'll, I'm not gonna bring him up anymore. But just for listeners who don't know the story, it's about a teenager who had actually committed fraud and had many people believing he was an actual physician. He had actually opened up his own clinic and uh, has been charged multiple times. And we broke the story, and uh, since that time, he continues to get in trouble. And I don't know why people continue to believe him. But unlike Dr. Cross, he was a fraud. So we just need America to know that African-Americans are capable and able, and uh, they uh there are many of them that are doctors. And if one is on your plane and you're about to have a heart attack or some other medical emergency, I suggest you not spend too much time questioning their credentials. So, of course, there was another story that hit social media about the same time, And this was about a black architect attempting to cash her paycheck at the bank, and the bank manager refused to believe the check was real. Her name was Trish Doolin, and she accused Seattle's Key Bank of racial discrimination. The bank looked up her company to make sure it was real. They even went as far as calling the human resources department to make sure that she worked there. And so she obviously was disturbed by all of this, and so I think they were saying that, The bank just didn't believe she made that amount of money. So here again is another situation where people are doubtful of the credentials or the capabilities or the professionalism of african American and particularly women. So shame on them. Right. Well, Pam, uh, these next couple of stories are suitable for the Crazy Chronicles. And I'm going to start with New York State Senate Republican candidate. First, let me ask you, are you sitting down? Yes, I'm sitting down. Jay? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I just want to make sure. New York State Senate Republican candidate John Garrow has made a lot of people mad by promising Kool-Aid, KFC, and watermelons at a campaign event in Harlem. Now, he claims that the message was not racist as his campaign website is headlined with an image of Dr. Martin Luther King. He said that he thinks anyone who gives free food to people is doing them a favor. He also said, quote, get a bunch of people who say it's offensive and let me go into their neighborhood and pass it out for free and see if they take it. So Pam and Jay and listeners, what do you think about this uh New York state Senate Republican candidate, John Guyro, watermelon, KFC,
2: and Kool-Aid? Okay. First of all,
4: <laughs> I was about to say, first
2: of all, but yeah, go ahead with the first. First of all, <laughs> first of all, you go with the first. First of all, yes, right. First of all, numero uno of all the places to offer such items to people, Harlem. Okay, so he clearly is asking for it. You know, even though Harlem is has has undergone a a a, re, a renaissance, I would you know, dare to use that word within recent history. There is still a remnant, uh huh. There's still a remnant, you know, that, that will let him know that what he's, his little buffet of choice is out of order. Number two, let's think about it from the African American perspective. I don't need his Kool-Aid. I can make my own if I take a notion to, if I mm-hmm. really wanted some. And KFC, okay, who still eats KFC in 2016? <laughs>
4: <laughs> right, I was thinking, could at least say Popeyes or Bojangles or something.
2: Right. And number three, I could be wrong, but watermelon is out of season or pretty darn close to it. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> he needs to go on and have several seats with all of that. Yes.
4: That is crazy. And plus, I don't want their Kool-Aid. They probably uh, don't use sugar. They probably use Splenda. I don't want that. <laughs>
3: I was looking, and I thought, well, I thought it was one of those spoof stories, you know, because I have to be careful, and I always ask our listeners and people who are posting on social media to be careful that they're not posted from a satire site, you know. So I said, well, let me check, and I Googled it, and sure enough, it has been some very credible um, news articles and some credible media sources that he has actually done that, and he's defending himself. And sees nothing wrong with it. So I'm just hoping that uh enough people will pull their support from him so that he's not elected and he won't have a big campaign event or election party where he's serving, as Jay would say, that buffet of sorts. Right. We we
2: ain't that hungry. We ain't
3: that thirsty. Right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, one more story before we end today, and uh it's kind of crazy as well. A teacher had the nerve to write a note that went viral after Tiana Norris, she's the mother of a three-year-old in Chicago, she posted this note and it read, this is from her teacher. I understand the necessary, oh poor teacher, doesn't even use correct grammar, but anyway, as it reads, I understand the necessary of coconut oil on Amia's hair, but please do not use as much. The children were complaining that her hair stinks. If you have to apply this daily, please do so lightly so the kids don't tease her. Thank you for understanding. Sincerely, Carol. Now, you know that mama was not happy about that note.
2: Right. And Carol, from what I understand, is of the lighter hue. So she, she has no concept of what it means for those of us who are of the darker hue, you know, with kinky, curly hair, how we have some moisturizer and coconut oil, from what I understand, is a, a very good moisturizer for our hair. I've never used it, but I have several friends who swear by it. And having actually smelled coconut oil, I hardly think that it stinks.
3: Right. Well, now, you all know we have our super fan, one of our faithful supporters, Crystal Asky, She's out of Memphis. And she said, quote
2: hey crystal
3: yes hey, crystal. give a shout out to crystal our number one fan she Not said no quote one. i wish that teacher had been around back in the day if she ever got a whiff of glover's mane sulfur eight and dixie teach on a hot day she would never complain about coconut oil and i got to thinking, ain't that the truth
2: baby yeah, and
4: Sulphur eight yeah, well, no joke. I hated that. Oh, I hated that smell. It
3: don't even make me think about. It. I think I can smell it now. I'm having flashbacks, Lord. That's all. And, and that bl- blue magic. Oh, oh yeah. We gotta add that on top. Add that on top of that. But yeah. So of course, you know, the mother, like I said, took to social media and got quite a few responses in her favor. And one one of the responses was that this teacher needs a teacher in manners, etiquette, and grammar. So, Norris and her fiancé have since met with the school's director over the incident. And according to further posts on Norris's wall, they were informed that none of Amelia's fellow classmates ever actually complained about the smell of her hair. And it was apparently a complaint originating from the teacher, who Norris claims is now being disciplined. Well, that's it for this bit. And I can't wait to talk to the two of you next week and hear what you have to say on Talkin' with T.
4: And I can't wait to tell it.
2: And you know I'm going to say it. All
0: right, now. And now let's turn our attention to some local announcements. Don't forget to come out and support the East Knoxville Community-Wide Cleanup on Saturday, October 22nd from 9 to 12 at Eternal Harvest Center on Martin Luther King. The Stop School Push Out Open House will be at Mount Calvary Baptist Church on October 20th from 6 to 8 p.m., And the Code for Me Female Youth Conference for ages 10 to 17 will be on Saturday, October 22nd from 9 a.m. until 2 p.m. at the University of Tennessee. For more announcements and events related to Knoxville, check out www.thevillageofknox.com, the place for positive community outreach. Be reminded that you can now call in and leave your thoughts on topics or issues, and your call may be featured on an upcoming show. The call-in number is area code 865-409-1170. Again, that's area code 865-409-1170. Once you call, you will receive instructions on how to proceed. Also make note that I'm always looking to share and highlight music from rising artists and look forward to more submissions for T's top teens and hometown heroes. Well, once again, we've come to the end. But stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwithtea.com and following the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It is impossible to highlight all that goes on in the news, but there are daily posts on all of the social media outlets to keep you informed. Remember that you can listen to Talking With Tea anytime on Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, or Google Music. But new shows drop each Monday, And don't forget to subscribe to Talking with T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Aerodynamically, the bumblebee shouldn't be able to fly. But the bumblebee doesn't know that. So it goes on flying anyway. Remember where you heard the word and keep the peace until next week? You've been
4: listening to Talking with Tea.